Broadcasting live from the Zimmer Communications World Headquarters. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Get ready, pal. Here's your host, Randy Tobler. Well, thank you and welcome to Wake Up in Missouri on a feel-good Friday. I'm not wearing, okay, mea culpa right off the bat, I'm not wearing red. I've already been given the third degree by guest host <laughs> Ashley Emmel. I'm sp- Should I'm we? A- <laughs> Hannah, I walk in, you didn't wear your red. Okay, okay, look here. If you're, are you, look, Facebook? Are we on Facebook, well, well, Rumble, YouTube, we're, Twitter? We're not quite live yet this morning what? because I'm slacking a little bit. I'm, I'm working on it. Oh, you didn't wear your red. I know. You're not on the f- Facebook. I offered to look give here. you my red sweater. Okay, for all of you out there who know the truth, look at the look at the goodness of what I'm wearing here. Look at this Rush Limbaugh tie from my Rush Limbaugh tie collection. There you See, go. I would have had the stream up and running already, but yes. I was too busy well, trying to get you out of your cranky pants, Randy. Okay, I got a little distracted. Well, I'll explain during our winners and losers later on in the eight o'clock hour. I'll talk about cranky pants but sometimes it feels sometimes, sometimes it feels good to be cranky it feels good to vent <laughs> yeah that it is does true. That is true. it's better than holding it in right it is Ashley I agree. from compass chiropractic and wellness i mean you know that right it's I do. better sometimes i've got crabby pants on in the morning yeah. too and my team just knows walk away <laughs> <laughs> you know it is true people that hold their emotions in really have higher especially if they're negative emotions have higher cortisol levels, which is not good, right? Blood pressure. Stress mode. Yeah, well, saw my doc yesterday. That's another story. But that's after the holidays. Wait, you go see a doctor? Yeah, of course. Of course. Because you you don't do the things you know you should do unless your doctor tells you to do it. Or you may know what you need to do, but you're not going to do it unless somebody else tells you. Yeah, right, right. All of it. It's that, it's true. Physician, heal thyself. Yeah, Yeah, doctors are the Well, doctors can be the worst patients. They're the worst. Don't you think so? Yeah, we don't get it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. When'd you get your last pap smear? No, I'm kidding. I'm oh kidding. my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> it's time. <laughs> when was your last prostate exam? Oh, okay. Righty then. You don't know what you're walking right, into. It's going to be a wild ride. Tighten your sneakers. It's Feel Good Friday. Housewives in the house. Yes. Uh, and we have uh, now. Look, we've got to talk about um, the the things that are coming up on the show. We're going to have it's Feel Good Friday, so we're going to have uh, Vivek Malik. Uh, who's the state treasurer mm-hmm. with some he always has good news because it's always about money and uh, getting it back to you or you know so there's good stuff there and then there's some great news out of the rnc uh, they've launched a campaign finally about two or three or four election cycles late to get out the vote in a way that plays by the latest rules which is you know um let's bulk mail the vote you know that whole deal so we're, <laughs> we're going to talk with tommy piggott about that yesterday we were at the uh Governor's prayer breakfast. Some news came out of that. Uh, the, the 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 gloves are off already yeah. between the Freedom Caucus, Brian, and the so-called moderates. I mean, it's already started. It is. Uh, I encourage people, you, and it's interesting who's weighing in on this. It's not so much our conservative listeners because Republicans are most affected by this. Progressives on my Twitter feed are weighing in. And, oh, and uh, and and, uh, and progressives wait. monitor your Twitter feed. They, mu- they must. Wow. Uh, yeah, but they're, they're trolling you. They, well, they're they're trolling Bill Igel basically. Yeah. Um, but you know they don't they, they don't think much of his idea of reading dictionary and uh, and filibustering. But he made it clear 
and I've got a full interview up, kwos.com, 939theeagle.com. We broke the story. If he does not get, and this really, this message was to us on the air, but to me, he was talking directly to Kayla Browden and to Cindy O'Loughlin. There is no question about it through us. Well, and Senator Burnsketter. Exactly. Directly. Basically, he said if he does not get a personal property tax cut bill in past, (laughs) he (laughs) he is prepared to filibuster on the Senate floor every day. And when I pressed him on it, he said he's prepared to read the dictionary. I think he's dead serious. I think he will. And the Republicans have themselves quite a, uh, an issue because if he, if, if they don't give, you know, I don't know what they're going to do. If they don't, uh, accommodate him, he could tie up the floor and nothing will pass. But the progressives are, are hammering Eigel for, for what he said, at least on my Twitter feed. Wow. Uh, what are their, what's They're basically their saying that he's, you know, petty, that he doesn't know how to get along with people, but there I are. I can't help but this, or I can't help but agree with that just a little bit. Oh. I think it I think it's kind of childish to say if I don't get my way no one's getting anything done. Well, it's it he is saying that he, you know, he accommodated um the leadership last year. Um it's it's a very sensitive issue and it it kind of has divided the Republican caucus in many ways in the, in the Senate. Um he has his supporters certainly in our audience, but but we'll see what happens on that. Well, that was that was that was good, but we we learned a lot. There were a lot of things that, that happened on this on this these two stations yesterday where we had a lot of really good information. Well, going back to last year, I mean, I think it was Cindy Laughlin. Uh, some, I think it was Cindy that said that there had been a deal made that things were going to be work. Mm-hmm. Re- remember, yes, uh, the yeah. week or so before, yes. and then things deteriorated. Well, she didn't deteriorate them, but yet, if you ask Eigel, Eigel says I didn't. We didn't do it. Uh, they they mix this gaming support within the Freedom Caucus as the ruination of the property tax uh, mm-hmm. uh, bill. No, there was a, it was Burns Ketter, he said, that is for some kind of gaming, well, and Hoskins is for some other kind of gaming, and it was the other kind of gaming that wasn't the, the, the problem. Well, here's what so it boils down to. It, it's, it gets complicated, but I'll sum it up very Are simply. Are we going to feel good at the end of this? Um, not, so, not so sure, oh. but, uh, <laughs> the, uh, Do you have your crappy pants on too, <laughs> Hannah, should we continue with the discussion? Yeah. Uh, the, yes, uh, continue. The, the, the issue really that is dividing the Republicans and the Democrats I'm not sure how they feel about it. I, I tend to think that they don't like the idea of the swap machines, but it's really swap machines. But essentially, Burnscatter told us, Senator Burnscatter, who represents Cole County and, and uh, an ally of Caleb Brown, very, very powerful state senator, He's basically saying to us yesterday that the the conservative caucus is not as conservative as they'd like us to believe they are. And what I Eigel was listening to that interview and came in when he he came in kind of fired up. He was listening mm-hmm. to KWS yesterday and was not pleased with those comments and Eigel's point was he alleged this that Burnscatter held up the gaming, he held up the personal property tax bill until he could get uh, um, expansion of gaming. So that that's really what it is in a nutshell. The full interview is on there. Um, at some point, does the governor have to sit these folks down and try to, you know, because they're they're just the Republicans. Uh, if they if they had a, if they could be united, they could pass anything they want, but they have not. I am going to make a proposal here, and I'm going to see what Ashley Emmel thinks of. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good luck. My point is, and I brought this up with Senator Bill Eigel, mm-hmm. and I brought it up with Cindy O'Loughlin, both of whom are very good friends. I knew Bill Eigel back, I remember doing a remote at a donut shop with my St. Louis uh, uh, show 
10 years ago when I think he was an aspiring legislator at that mm-hmm. time. I mean, it was a long time ago. And, uh, and, and Cindy Laughlin was my state senator from where we used to live up in the Scotland County area. Okay, and, and Northeast. So I said, look, you two better, I feel like someone, maybe the voters need to be the parent in the room. Sure. Perhaps we should get, oh, I've got a, I've got a KWOS 93.9, the Eagle event in mind. Mm. We get a bunch of voters. We go to the Capitol. And we get the Freedom Caucus and the leadership in front of us, and we say, now it's our turn to speak. Okay. If you kids can't get your act together, they both want education reform. They both want, everyone wants property tax reform. But you're because of your petty this and your whatever that, we're going to throw all of you bums out. Those are the words I used yesterday, Bill Igo. You know, and I don't mean they're bums, but I mean that's sort of the mentality that people are getting. I'm hearing it. It's like we're tired of the Republicans who are, we've been given this golden, on a golden yes. platter. Yes. What do you think about that? A voter-led and in, a, a civil and proper insurrection. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I mean an electorate pushback to say, stop it, guys. I don't think it's going to make a difference. In in keep in mind, there's one thing. There's one thing that that Randy, you're missing on what you're saying there. I know. You're saying vote them out. Most <laughs> of these people we're talking about here, in fact, if not all of them, are term limited out. They're running for higher office. They're term limited out. They they are they are they don't they can do what they want. Mm-hmm. And the reality is. I think it's very, I, I don't think the people listening understand what Bill Eigel said. He said flat out he's going to read the dictionary on the Senate floor, and I'm telling you, he's prepared to read the dictionary on the Senate floor. There is no question in my mind he's prepared and he's prepared to shut down. Now, now he can't do that all the time. At some point, he's going to have to go to the bathroom. Literally, I'm not yep. being facetious. He'll have to stand down. Yeah. But he basically can gum up the, the, the Senate floor until he gets what he wants here. There's and he's catheters. In a, he's, in a, he's in a position to, to do that. So Caleb, Caleb Rowden is, Caleb Rowden's got his, got his hands full right now. But you heard what Bernscatter said to us. Bernscatter said the Democrats love this. Mm-hmm. They yeah. love it because they don't have to do anything just watching this. And uh, I keep hearing the word compromise. Why are Republicans with a supermajority talking about right. compromise? With whom? With with yourself? You don't have to compromise with Democrats. Just get it the job done. But they have ten members of the Senate, and all it takes oh, is and they and they wouldn't read a book. They they would. Why I don't mean, you tell your progressive friends that? I've I've the yeah, uh, the the that's the, caca. The the bottom line is the Democrats are prepared to filibuster too. They just haven't had to do so. But yes, yeah. Uh, I mean, come on. They don't have standing. To, the Democrats on the national level, they'll do anything, right? I mean, if they win, they know how to win. So I don't have a problem with Igel doing that. No, you know, it's fine. It, it is, it is interesting. I think it's a. I'd encourage people loved. to. Uh, he's not loved. He's that not. Way. But he's he's he has a formidable formidable band of support in the yeah. Republican Party. Now, wh- whether it translates into a primary victory in the governor's race, I don't know. But I think the show just exposed the divisions mm-hmm. that we knew was already going on. Yeah. You hear it privately. I did not expect it to be said all that on the air yesterday. But that no. that was uh, and I can tell you this, it raised eyebrows in the room. Big People time. that were listening and lawmakers were, I mean, there were a couple lawmakers who were listening to the Eigel interview that were just shocked. I know. Sure. So, uh, I, but it, 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 something, ha- well, now we have a text, uh, f- mm-hmm. by the way, 573-874-9390. Uh, ben says, uh, uh, the less they get passed, the better off we are. I responded, 
you don't want property taxes eliminated? I mean, you know, and I'm, t- I'm I reject the argument. I sorry, guys. I don't care who you are out there in legislator land. I love you. I do. You're good people. And when you interact with these people one on one, you realize they really are public servants. And they sure. okay, okay. Little hint: you shouldn't have to rent your property from the government. Mm-hmm. That's a separate argument. What a, what a concept! That's a separate yeah. argument from how to pay for the services. The services can be paid for. If you're gonna if you're gonna do that, let's have a head tax. How many people in your household? How many flushes do you do? Yep. Do you have one car or two? You don't. You do don't. You have a teenage daughter or a teenage son. <laughs> okay. It, at, at a minimum, it shouldn't be the value of your car. Does a Lamborghini take up any more road space than something else? It doesn't. Of course not. Also don't that like was that. a good analogy. I thought. Yeah, but I also don't like that they appraise the value of your car. Like, how do you know what my car is worth? Have you seen it? Would you like to sell it? <laughs> well, you drive a nicer car than I, I do. I sell my car to really? Randy. Oh, sure, let's have let's a discussion talk, afterwards. If you, if you live in a county like the lovely county of Monotaw, where property tax rates are very high, uh, my husband's Ford Explorer, it's a 2015 we still paid three hundred dollars on it mm-hmm. this year in property taxes, and that was a You're deal. That when that's down. not surprising. We, we talked to uh, the Cole County Assessor about that. I don't know a year or two ago when assessors across the state got together and got with the state tax commission and kind of fixed levels on on vehicles to where, like you said, a ten year old beater vehicle or one that was a show car showed up at the exact same yeah. amount yeah. on their on their yeah. assessment and document. Se- Senator Eigel, John, to your point, and, and to Hannah's point, that's not surprising, and I'd say that Monotaw County rate would be fairly comparable to counties, and I don't know the specifics on her county, but but, but close. That's, that seems high to me. But Eigel pointed out that 29 states have gone away fr- from this. So if you look at my feed on Twitter, the progressives keep saying, well, how are we going to replace the revenue? And, of course, they're, they're attacking Eigel. Um, but the other states have done it, managed a way, a way to do it. I don't know what the answer is. That's not for me to decide. But um, if nothing else, Bill Eigel's got his name out there, and he's front and center this morning. Certainly, we're talking about him all morning. And, and, and that's, that's uh, you know, that's and, and he, he had a blast on the air. He loved well, it. Well, and you know what? Hats off to a politician who will answer the tough questions and answer them directly. That's the charm of Donald Trump. I mean, that's the charm of Donald Trump. On the other hand, that can be what makes them abrasive. Sure. Speaking of abrasive... (laughs) (laughs) Still got those crappy (laughs) things. The Houthis are being abrasive to shipping in the Red Sea. And there's other news from D.C. We'll cover that in the D.C. Rundown. Uh, here in just a minute on Wake Up Missouri, I'm Randy Tobler with Ashley Emmel, John Marsh, Brian Houseworth, and producer Hannah. We'll be back. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Get an exclusive look behind the scenes of the show by watching on YouTube. Search Wake Up Mid-Missouri. The latest unsealed documents from a settled 2015 lawsuit against Jeffrey Epstein associate Ghislaine Maxwell feature an email from plaintiff Virginia Roberts Jufre alleging 
Former President Bill Clinton threatened Vanity Fair not to write sex trafficking articles about Epstein. They also include photos of Maxwell at Chelsea Clinton's wedding. The former president who has denied knowing anything about Epstein's crimes and Britain's Prince Andrew also listed as potential witnesses. The pages also suggest journalist Sharon Churcher, who was called as a defense witness, prompted the plaintiff to fabricate stories regarding Prince Andrew and Epstein's former lawyer, Alan Dershowitz. Well, that's the lead story in the Daily DC Rundown uh, here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Thanks for being with us. And with Ashley Emmel in the studio, who's, of course, the um, board chair, right? The board president? The president, yeah. Of, sure. uh, do you have a board chair and a board president? Or are they one in the same thing? One in the same. Okay. Um, wanted to bring that up. That's one of the big stories, of course, is the Epstein. There's been two doses of Epstein documents. Interesting, uh, the redactions are still um, very interestingly placed mm-hmm. to protect some people. I think of many of us are speculating those are very powerful people in high places. Yep. Um, but it's a sad story about um, people in powerful places that will that will involve themselves in some nefarious behavior, isn't it? And they involve young women, right? Mm-hmm. It's sad. Um, John Marsh, what do you think about the redactions uh, in that story? Uh, I, I just think, isn't that interesting? I thought they were going to be unredacted. What, who determines what's redacted, what isn't? Why do they protect some, why not the others? You're a journalist, tell me. Uh, beats the heck out of me. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the question I generally defer to Stephanie Bell on, because yeah. she's the queen of the redactions yeah. and having to deal with them day-to-day in her practice. Yeah. I think it's probably because they can claim that there's some ongoing investigation, you know. Sure. But others Evidentiary. Have said, yeah. Yes. There's been speculation that Epstein was actually some kind of an intel officer, either for the FBI, domestic uh, intel, uh, to try to get people trapped into situations that would then they could be blackmailed for or a foreign agent who knows i mean the guy was slimy as they come he was he was i will tell you have you been by that island like not on the island obviously but have you been around that island and seen it when it was in its prime i have not it's pretty, pretty impressive pretty like, impressive pretty but they have impressive. the place called the temple they have so i mean it's they do scary have the temple but then after the hurricane it got blown away yeah. so well maybe there's god is good yes <laughs> god is good when we oh when we come back i've got a, i've got a story for you that you won't believe exploding toilets when we come back here <laughs> on wake up mid-missouri saying whatever we want wake up mid-missouri Because I keep one of my, you're going to find out, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to find out. My mind, it works in a very strange way. My wife reminds me this all the time. It's like a, it's like this stream of consciousness, (laughs) this, this river of ideas that are floating. And I pick them out like logs in the river of ideas. I, sometimes I forget about what we said we were going to talk about. So I'm like, well, Hannah, Hannah, what are we talking about? It's so funny. And I, I've i given lots of our fill, like lots of our fill-ins over the last couple of months grief for this. Yeah. We'll have a couple minutes for a commercial break or a news yeah. break. Yeah. And everyone waits until the last minute to whoa, try to whoa, be productive whoa. for the next okay. segment. Okay. Or, oh. you know, there will be 30 seconds left. And do I have time to go to the bathroom? Hang on. Hang no. on. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm calling foul on this. I'm a victim. Oh. I'm a victim of the banter between segments. Because, producer Hannah, we're going to do an audible. I know we're going to talk about exploding toilets. I promised you that. 
producer an Anna, for that? I'm doing an audible. Well, we can't, we can't not talk about exploding toilets. Producer Hannah starts talking about her obsession with the Stanley Cup. Yes. Oh, yes. So, you're going to expose me like that? So, so you distract me. That's why I missed it. It's your fault, not mine. You know, I will, I will <laughs> take that one. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm the personal accountability guy. I'm the one who, but I actually knew what we were doing, but I was just reminding you of it. That's oh, okay. So we'll talk about sounds it. Good. That sounds like a great story. Well, to I'm me. Try, yeah. John, not a bad, not a bad save face on that, eh? No, well okay. played. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, well, you know, if you're married long enough, you learn these kind of things, right, yeah, Ashley? You sure do. Yeah. I thought you sure your, your kind of de facto go-to might be, hey, I spent most of my career as an OBGYN. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm sleep deprived. <laughs> That's right. That's what it is. <laughs> okay. Uh, but to that, we had a text that said, oh, this was good. A text. Sean said, oh, doctor's gig not working out very well, huh? Doing the morning show. <laughs> well, <laughs> actually, it's the opposite because a lot of the calls, as you know, Ashley, yes. to an office come in in the afternoon because many patients, they wake up with a scratchy throat, their sinuses are full, they've got an ache, something's yes. going on, you know. The man flu. Yeah, the man, the flu. man flu. And they can't, they just, well, I don't know if I should go, should I call? Well, and then it gets worse. Sure. And about three o'clock, four o'clock, things start. And so I wasn't able to do that. Plus, I was beginning to focus on show prep at two o'clock i mean my mind was you know heading that way now you do the show the show's done i've got t i've got till all hours i was up till 10 o'clock last night doing patient stuff you, you were know, texting so me late and i was up late cause yeah i was working yeah. on stuff and it's but you know when you told me last week you were taking over the morning yeah. show the day brandon told me he was leaving i'm like yeah. why don't they put tobler <laughs> it makes sense with his schedule yeah. and then no, there that, you are yeah so it's a lot of fun but yeah you're gonna learn i have a couple of idiosyncrasies make that like a dozen and one of them is sometimes i forget what we're going to talk about because i've got 25 <laughs> things on my mind and i can't keep them all straight but you know what it's a feel-good friday yeah. so at least we know we can default to things that are either going to make that's, us laugh that's or right. smile that's right or if you're randy tobler be cranky <laughs> he's not as cranky as he was when we started that is true when he's you getting better when true. you understand my crankiness um, fuse that was lit late last evening. Mm -hmm. you'll, uh, you'll understand. During Winners and Losers, I'll tell you about that, if I can remember to. Now, I'll make a note. Uh, Did your let, toilet explode? Would you play that? <laughs> <laughs> would you play this sound uh, clip number three? Digital audio file number three as we introduce this topic. Listen. I'll roll the tape. <laughs> Paul Kerouac says he went into the men's room inside the Dunkin' Donuts location in Winter Park, Florida, right outside Orlando a year ago. He says the toilet exploded, injuring him and covering him with all sorts of nasty oh, substances. Now he's cleaned off, lawyered up, and is suing Dunks for more than $100,000 in a new lawsuit. Oh Apparently an employee told him that they were aware of a problem with the toilet and there had been previous incidents. The lawsuit says Kerouac suffered bodily injury and has required mental health care and counseling. No comment from Dunkin' Donuts. John Saucier, Fox News. No. What type of injury do you get from a... Like, did the toilet actually explode with fragments or did it just shoot out liquids? I, I think it was like a volcanic eruption. It makes me think of that scene from RV with Robin Williams when he goes to clean out the septic and it's like a geyser of yeah. sewer. Yeah. So this is like a micro moment that it, he wasn't counting on. Did it hurt his feelings? Is that what it did? So he wants $100,000. Uh, he probably felt as though, I, I, can't, I imagine he just felt as though somehow he was infected with something, you know, I don't, which, you know, makes he, no sense. He rode that porcelain pony straight to the bank. <laughs> now, now, John, this is interesting because we're in the day when people are, there are gastroenterologists uh, doing experimentation. There are studies which aren't panning out in many cases as well as we thought. 
<laughs> with, with, so to speak. With fecal transplants. Yes. People are doing fecal transplants yes. to try to restore the gut health. You guys can make colon. big money on this if you donate your fecal material. <laughs> John, would you like to? John, if you got an extra payment to make on that house, there you go. You can do a, You can donate. You know, for a fecal transplant if you want. John speechless. John is speechless. John, that, that, that presumes, I guess that presumes, oh, right, that you'd have to be a healthy donor to start with. Yeah, that's true. Well, John mm-hmm. is so full of it, though, he can make a killing. Oh. I probably good. Whoa. Vish, we have vicious <laughs> Hannah, the producer, it, today. It really is interesting that we've come this far, that you would take somebody else's poop mm-hmm. and put it in somebody else for that good microflora, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. But you may, it makes me wonder, like, who are they using it for? Is it cancer victims? Is it mm-hmm. immunocompromised? Like, who's getting the fecal transplant? Yeah, well, it's usually used for people that have a tremendously compromised sure. bowel function. They have, sometimes they've had maybe major surgery and they've sure. had our antibiotics forever and ever yep. and ever, maybe yep. autoimmune conditions. Yep. You know, So um, there are very limited circumstances in which i think that's going to work but um hannah could you book a guest for that maybe on monday we'll get a fecal transplant expert let's have a nice let's have a segment or two on that i'll get i'll get right on that (laughs) be our new microbiome segment that'll be a day that'll be a weekly segment the microbiome segment now if i can't find the top expert would the number two one work yes (laughs) (laughs) give them hell number two Remember that scene? Which one was that out of? Which movie was that out of? Uh, Austin Powers. Oh, Wasn't yes. it Austin Powers yes. when they're in the stall? Yeah, give him the guy's yes. in the stall. And, yeah. <laughs> I think it's Austin Powers. I don't know. Um, okay, so uh, that's I, I can't imagine how someone's going to win a lawsuit in that, though. I can't either. I mean, I, is it going to be like, a... Sorry we offered you a potty to use while yeah. you were having a donut at our... But, I think, but if the Duncan employee admitted that they were aware the there was an issue, I think that's... Yeah. But was it on Duncan Donuts or was, maybe it was on the city? Maybe it was an actual sewer line issue. I mean, for something to explode like that, that's yeah. pretty major. Which, John, you could attest to this. Not that I have heard of exploding toilets <laughs> okay. you know, on Missouri Boulevard, but there's a string of businesses in a certain block of Missouri Boulevard that have had sewer issues ongoing. And you walk into this restaurant and you immediately just smell <sighs> sewer really? and you tell the employees and they're like, yeah, it's like a city issue. Do you know anything about that, John? Uh, yeah, I remember it was a it was a deal. It's been an on and off or ongoing problem, maybe as a maybe as the pun might be. But, <laughs> <An off-going laughs> but yeah, they, they've yeah. had some sewer issues. I think a lot of it surrounds the infrastructure in the capital city. Mm. It's like some of those, some of that uh, sewer plumbing is over 100 years old. Mm-hmm. And you can even kind of smell the sewer smell outside of some of the businesses. Is this to say that Jefferson City is Missouri's own version of the swamp? Oh, I'm just no. saying. Well, you're going to make a lot of people <laughs> mad. Just January through May. I'm just saying. No, I mean during the legislative session. I'm just saying. Well, one thing we can be assured of, um, it'll all work out in the end. Yes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> coming up at 710. <laughs> coming up at 78, we have uh, Vivek Malik, who will have some great, he'll bring some some decency and sensibility to this very wacky and crazy crew that we call the Wake Up Mid-Missouri crew. Now, uh, Ashley Emmel is in with us today. You've got a couple of stories we're going to talk about as the morning goes on. Yes. Uh, later on, Tommy Piggott from um, from uh, the RNC joins us because they've got some exciting news in terms of this election cycle. We can't not talk about that. Uh, and when we come back, uh, I know all of you are eating uh, substitute meats. 
Well, there's some news about that, too. Hmm. Not. We'll talk about that when we come back. And nine ways to get healthier in 2024 as we roll along here on the program. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Words do matter when it comes to these guys. Welcome to Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Welcome back. It's 6.50. You're listening to Wake Up Mid-Missouri. I'm Randy Tober. There's Ashley Emil. How you doing? Good morning. Wearing your red. I am. John Marsh is wearing his red. <laughs> Certainly. Unlike, That's what he says. Unlike some folks. <laughs> it's okay. You're lucky I'm here. We're going to let this one slide. That is gaslighting, Randy. <laughs> You're going to gaslight me. I was me. up too late. <laughs> I was I was so excited preparing for Feel Good Friday that I, I stayed up too late. But I, then I got up too early. Then I tried to go back to sleep. Then, is that you why know, you were cranky this morning? What? 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 John, John, would you tell me why is reality called crankiness? Why is you recognize you recognize we live in a sinful, broken world? That's reality. That's not cranky. That's reality. That comes with experience. That's right. Oh, so now now I don't get it because I'm young. Okay, I got there you it. Go. A little bit of a qualifier when you and cranky. The door. Yeah, there you go. All right. Now, how many of you have tried? Maybe you don't savor, but you try. Plant-based meats, the sandwiches, the salads, the fake, you know, Mm-mm. meat. No, Ashley's not no, there. I'm not there. Okay. Hannah? I don't typically order it. Soy burger, that kind of thing. There is one specific breakfast sandwich from a coffee shop that I like. Which one would that be? Well, I don't, I don't know if I'm sand- supposed which to say sandwich? Why can't it, you mention it? Because It's it- called an impossible... Uh, some I don't even know. <laughs> it's her favorite one, but she can't remember. <laughs> An what impossible it is. biscuit. I always just order it on the app, so okay. I don't have to like say it out loud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one um, from the King, right? No, actually. Okay. It's from uh, Starbies. Okay, mm-hmm. but me being, you know, naive yeah. and dumb. Uh, no, just just inexperienced. <laughs> when it first came out, I didn't realize. Why it was called an impossible sandwich? Does it, do you feel like it tastes like normal? Like, do you feel like it tastes like a normal breakfast? Yeah, sandwich? it just tastes like a sausage patty. Yeah, with egg and cheese on a bun. I like the specific bread on this sandwich. Um, but other than that, I don't typically seek it out or you know buy it at the grocery store, anything like that. And I honestly have to laugh at it a little bit because a lot of the folks who try to eat plant based try to eat very natural foods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Meat alternatives are the exact opposite of like a natural food. Mm -hmm. So I've always found it a little ironic. Wise nutrition statement from producer Hannah. Yes. Um, Yes. Anytime anything is processed, it loses its intrinsic value. You know that, Uh, right? Yes, it does. So uh, researchers looked at fast foods, a total of 1,800, almost 1,900 meals, including sandwiches, salads, noodles, pizza from 50 fast food chains. Across five countries, including the UK, and and they found that the Wagga Mamas has everyone heard of Wagga? Never Ooh, heard of it. I just had a great idea in this election cycle. Why don't we start a thing called Maga Mamas? <laughs> 
Can I copyright that now? You yeah, heard you it here. Can. Mark I the time. It. Mark the time. Marsh, mark the time. Get on your okay. computer copyright really it. quick. Copyright it. Let's just 53 it. Central. All right. You heard it here first. <laughs> MAGA Mamas. <laughs> uh, everyone will be well tanned. It'll be some like a like a different twist on the Hooters thing, right? Everyone will be well tanned, have orange hair, and be fat, and wear long ties. Oops. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Waga Mamas. Pret, I've never heard of that. Pizza Express, Leon Burger King. They they looked at the calorie content, the presence of allergens, quantity of nutrients, fiber, and salt in each meal. Guess what they found? No surprise. Uh, this was in the journal Nutrition. That's not a shabby journal, right? That's not mm-hmm. in the in the journal of irreproducible results. We all we always love this. Um, Plant based meals had less protein. They did have less sodium, but higher levels of carbs and sugar. Of which course, we they know do. That. They have yeah, to. Yeah. So for everyone that is realizing that, you know, essentially starchy condensed carbs are not a good thing. There's healthier carbs. And maybe maybe on occasion, if you are, let's say, vegan or you can't have meat and this is your only choice, maybe on occasion you have to do it. But yeah. I don't think it should be your number one pick. But I think that's, you know, if you look at the calorie count in restaurants where they, they do do that, you know. Isn't it alarming? Yeah. You said oh, do do. Where they do do that. Yeah. You do. I like I, I make choices now <laughs> off of that. I'm like. Wow, that's 2,000 calories? I think I'm not going to have that choice. But even if you look at a, a salad or so, by the oh, time yeah. you jazz it up with the cheese mm-hmm. and the, the croutons dressing. and the ranch dressing, it's like, oh, forget about it. It's so sad. Yeah. it's uh, Now, I've seen people, though, that are actually going to maybe um, bringing their own made like a, a very light vinaigrette, yes. right? And you yeah. put that on the salad. It's great. I know when we've had lunch mm-hmm. together, you eat very healthily. I always feel okay. guilty. Oh, I get I the like... I get the loaded burrito, and she's eating a salad. I, I, I bet the missus loves that. Oh, yeah. The missus, the missus, I, she you allows me. We had a great me. salad, though, when we were together Yeah, last. we did good. Didn't yeah. you have that salmon salad? I had a salmon salad. Ooh, so good. Yeah. That sounds good. So good. You like salmon? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Would you eat fake salmon? No. No. <laughs> you wouldn't eat lab-grown salmon? We need to go back to the debate about the soy boys and men eating too much soy and having yes. uh, yeah. negative health issues yeah, well. from that. Well, soy is also bad for women, too, isn't it? Phytoestrogen properties. Yeah, messes with your hormones, yeah. they claim. Yeah. Isn't that the, the, the deal? This is another example of Western popular science mm-hmm. misinterpreting the reality of Asian healthiness. Sure. The reason Asian women, well, one of the reasons we think Asian women have less breast cancer is because from day one, before their mammary tissue is developing and the hormones are exploding, you know, unless they get puberty blockers, but they don't do that in Asia probably, um, they're eating fermented soy products, sure. which is somehow protective, but they do it lifelong. If a woman starts suddenly pounding down the soy at age 40, she may actually increase, sure. certainly doesn't decrease yeah. her, her breast cancer. Well, I know I have a friend who her mom had, I believe it was breast cancer, and they told my friend that she probably needed to avoid a lot of soy and dairy yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. as a like a precautionary thing, yeah. just in case. Because doesn't it have some sort of chemical in it that kind of uh, duplicates estrogen? It's well, in the phytoestrogen properties. Well, yeah, it. you can have yeah. plant-based estrogen. Some of them can act as selective estrogen blockers. But it, look, no matter what you do, I don't, whatever you do, I think we, we try to tell patients, don't get freaked out and neurotic. Right. If you, if you go to a Super Bowl party here in a few weeks and you have a, a grand time of it, don't sure. worry about yeah. it. If it's the rest of the time you're feeding your body with the nutrition it needs, you're mm-hmm. good, right? That's exactly yeah. right. Now, what was interesting is I looked into this story out of the UK. It got better because they were talking about the, the food it looks like a food plate there, not a food pyramid, with their official recommendation. Mm-hmm. 
And it said, okay, eat at least five portions of a variety of fruit and vegetables. Base the meals on potatoes, bread, no. rice, pasta, or other starchy no. carbs. No wonder they have bad teeth in no the UK. Kidding. Man, that's the that's the old <laughs> yes. food pyramid from the fifties, yes. isn't it? Yeah. Now they did say get thirty grams of fiber, spelled with an e, after the r. Fiber after uh, <laughs> fiber. You know, it's so unfortunate that all the best foods are full of carbs. It really is sad. Yeah, I... but. Like bread and pasta, that's well, so good. Steak doesn't have a lot of carbs. That's no. true. Yeah, but, but even it's... even like fruits and vegetables can have a lot of carbs. Uh, but they're healthy carbs. They're healthy they're carbs. He- and oh, they're, they're yeah. accompanied by fiber. Fiber acts like a sponge, so you don't absorb those that, carbs as it they pushes it out, and they go down through your microbiome. And How you don't does it need push a, it out? You don't need a it's fecal like a transplant. <laughs> ask, me, ask the people at Dunkin' Donuts; they'll yes. tell you. All right, coming up, Vivek Malik as we bring some sanity to the program. Thank you for.